Oh-wee. Y'all know. If you know me, y'all know that if it's one thing that I love to consume is a Governor Andrew Cuomo roast with some carrots and asparagus on the side, baby. So we gonna get into it and the sexual assault allegations against him. And we're also going to be getting into how his old interviews and old tweets are coming back to bite him in the ass. So stay tuned for this episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, because this is one you're definitely not going to want to miss. Y'all. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, everybody. Welcome to Anchor. Welcome to Apple. Welcome to Spotify. Welcome to wherever you're streaming is from. And like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend about this podcast. We are now 29 countries deep and over 5,000 downloads and streams. Shout out to y'all. And half of those countries are supporting via Spotify. So shout out to Spotify for the heavy, heavy support and rotation. Now, I don't even want to keep y'all too long because y'all already know as a fellow and native New Yorker, I had to do this story. Like it, like honestly, like I paused the other material that I'm going to be recording after this. And I said, I'm going to record it because like, honestly speaking, like it's just always something like it just never freaking stops. Like you can script and, and, and put together content for one thing. And right when you're about to release the content, here comes something else going on. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Now, I had to do this story because y'all already know I'm very critical of Governor uh, Nippy. All right. You know, the governor with the nipple rings. (laughs) That like to show his fucking nipple rings underneath his polo shirt during briefings and conferences. All right. Now... I mean, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter was mixy this weekend. Twitter was mixy. My homegirl birthday, uh, shindig was, you know, Sunday. Today is Monday, December 14th. And while I was getting dressed to head over to that, I got a Hollywood unlocked, uh, DM from one of my followers explaining to me that Governor Andrew Cuomo was being accused of sexual assault, right? And my Instagram followers, shout out to y'all. I love y'all. I feel like my IG family is like my family. Like people tell me, oh my God, like you're my best friend in my head, (laughs) right? So shout out to one of my Instagram followers. They sent me the story yesterday and I said, oh, I am definitely getting on this story. All right, so... Pretty much, we have Lindsay Boylan, all right? And if y'all don't know who Lindsay Boylan is, she's a she's another politician, to be quite honest with you. She worked with Governor Cuomo 
um, for three years within his administration. Okay, Governor Cuomo is in his third term as governor. <sighs> anyway, um, he's in his third, uh, uh, his third, his third, um, damn, I just looked. <laughs> he's in his third term as governor, okay? And during the years of 2015 to 2018, Lindsey Boylan had worked with Governor Cuomo as one of his like very close advisors. Okay. And she also ran for um Manhattan Borough president at one point, but she was beat out. All right. So we're gonna reference a few things, okay? I'm gonna play an audio clip later on in this podcast so y'all can hear Andrew Cuomo's words for himself and how a lot of things are coming back to bite Andrew Cuomo in the ass. And quite frankly, I feel like this may be a little bit of karma for him. Um, he's a very powerful man and knowing him, he's going to do everything in his power to keep this, uh, suppressed within the search engines. Um, because he know people are going to be wanting to look into this and to look into Lindsay Boylan and who she is. And, um, you know, so I'm pretty sure he will do everything in his power to keep this suppressed. Now, a lot of people are probably wondering why these allegations are coming out now against Governor Cuomo. The reason why uh, this is potentially being um, brought to the forefront, right, or perpetuated is because Joe Biden is, you know, picking these cabinet seats, right? And we're going to get into, you know, the the black uh, caucus who was, you know, very upset that they were basically left out. That's a whole nother podcast in itself, right? But we're going to get into that in another, in another episode. So Joe Biden is considering giving Governor Cuomo a cabinet seat as attorney general. All right. Now, to some people, they feel like that is a detrimental <laughs> decision. Okay. And Lindsey Boylan is one of those people who feel as though Joe Biden is making a detrimental mistake. All right. So we're going to get into the NBCnews.com article that spoke about this. And this was released, I believe it was today. All right. No, actually, this was released December 13th. So when these allegations came out yesterday, they broke this story. OK, and uh, the article states that former advisor to Governor Cuomo alleges he sexually assaulted her for years and many people saw it. OK, so the article states a former advisor to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo accused him of sexual harassment on Sunday, alleging that the behavior went on for years. And in a series of tweets, the woman, Lindsay Boylan, who worked as deputy secretary for economic development and special advisor to the governor from 2015 to 2018, said Cuomo sexually harassed me for years Many saw it and watched, okay? So she did not name names of who was witness to this in her tweets, all right? She did not bring that up, all right? But the tweets pretty much stated, quote, unquote, I could never anticipate what to expect. Would I be grilled on my work, which was very good, or harassed about my looks? Or would it be both the same in conversation? Boylan, who did not immediately respond to requests for comments, said on Twitter that she has no interest in talking to journalists. Now, here's the thing with that. Like I said, Governor Cuomo is a very powerful man. I don't know who gave Cuomo the, the, who, who gassed his head up 
as much as they they did i don't know he doesn't want a fucking emmy and shit he's walking around here threatening the potus talking about you know donald trump better not never come back to new york or it's gonna be a war who fighting for who is fighting who who's fighting like fighting words i i mean it's just ghetto you know what i'm saying like you ain't gotta like dude but like who what what governor do you know walks around threatening a president or a vice president or whomever right i feel like it just should be a level of respect of position you know um whether you like somebody or not i feel like andrew cuomo would be definitely out of pocket even if he was talking to obama if he was talking to i mean anybody from john uh, mccain anybody in very high um positions higher than him he should not be talking to them crazy he shouldn't i'm sorry no whether you like him or not there's a level of, of, of coofness, right? We get, we get upset when we see, you know, um, Donald Trump not being coof and rightfully so, but we should also keep that same energy for everybody else. And, you know, sometimes governor Cuomo is tacky. What governor do you know, get on TV and do a press conference with his nipple ring showing like, we don't want to see that shit, you know? So I believe that you cannot come out and make these type of allegations and then state that you don't want to talk to journalists. All right. Because journalists are definitely going to want to talk to you. Not only because you're a white woman, right? But they're going to want to talk to you because you're a politician. You worked in politics. You worked very closely to this man. They're going to want to hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? They, they're going to want to know specifics. They're, they're going to want to really expose shit. So the journalists are definitely going to go for the stories. Like you're out here and to me, you're considered a blue check mark, making accusations against one of the most powerful men in the country right now. And you're like, I don't want to talk to journalists. So I don't know how that works. Right? So right then and there, when I have read that today earlier, I said, you know what? This could be a little bit of cap, right? I said, maybe she is, um, not really clout chasing, but maybe her perception of what is assault is not really assault. You get what I mean? Like what, what exactly took place? Like, was he groping your ass? Was he just making comments? Because a lot of women, it's like, you can't say nothing to him. You can't say, oh, you look nice today. Oh, I love your hair. Um, oh, you smell good. What kind of perfume is that without it being, you know, something where they feel antagonized, where they got to report it for sexual assault. It's like, you can't say nothing to a woman anymore without her getting offended. So, or feeling like she's been assaulted or, you know, it's just, it's crazy. So we need to get a, a true definitive meaning of sexual assault, right? This is what I was thinking at first, right? Like she just could just be, you know, have she has a certain perception of what assault and harassment is right so the article goes on to state that she added that she was angry to be put in this situation at all that is because i am a woman i can work hard my whole life to better myself and help others yet still fall victim as countless uh women over generations have mostly silently I hate that some men like at NY Governor Cuomo, she added that bitch, 
she was like, yeah, I'm talking to you and I'm talking about you and what? Pull up, I added you. What you gonna do about it? I hate that some men like Governor Cuomo abuse their power, okay? Boylan tweeted on December 5th that her most toxic team environment was her time in the governor's office, adding that people are definitely afraid of Cuomo. Not definitely, but deathly, okay? Like life or death, deathly afraid of Cuomo. After she left the governor's office, Boylan ran for Congress in New York's 10th district in the 2020 primary challenge in Democratic uh representative jerry nadler who beat her handily okay now here's 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 what i'm gonna do i'm going to let y'all hear this clip before i get more into my commentary on this i'm gonna let you hear this is what really changed my mind about this situation when i was like eh, i'm a little bit on the fence you know what i'm saying i don't know I don't know because, you know, a lot of women like to sleep their way to the top. They like to um, use what they got to get what they want. All right. We're not going to sit here and act like in the corporate world um, or, or within uh, organizational structure, it is not far-fetched for women to sleep their way into positions or for them to be having affairs or having inappropriate relationships with their cohort, all right, or with other members within the constituency. We know this to happen, all right? But here is what leaned me to the side of what she is saying has validity. So I'm going to let y'all listen to this clip and I will be RB. Nevertheless, you did have it going on within your own administration, allegedly, with Sam Hoyt. What could you do differently to, you know, kind of pick up on that? Well, look, you have it going on in journalism. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do differently? Um, but the question they, is about state government. Yeah, it's, it's about, about state government. I could tell you later in great detail no, about that if, you're, if you're interested. No, it's about you and journalism. And it's about you and journalism. And it's about state government. And it's about carpentry. Is your administration going to do anything forces. differently to maybe be a little bit We will have policies in state government, obviously, that affect state government. But I think you missed the point. When you say it's state government, you do a disservice to women, with all due respect, even though you're a woman. It's not government. It's society. It was Harvey Weinstein in the arts industry. It's comedians. It's politicians. Uh, it's chefs, right? It's systemic. It's societal. It's not one person in one area. It's not just Charlie Rhodes, right? It's not just Matt Lauer. It's not just journalists. It's societal. Okay, Understand the name, breadth of the thing. problem. You just like but you're, name one no, thing. No, it's called the state of the state. Come okay. and cover it and right. see the attendance. All right, y'all. So just to give y'all a little bit more context into the clip that you just heard, that was Andrew Cuomo about almost, well, we're going to say it was three years ago because it's, it's amazing to me because within the Twitter algorithm, a lot of his tweets, um, and a lot of the criticism that he was receiving years ago 
um, when it came to profiting from the Me Too movement, when it came to fundraising for his campaign, yet he's around mixy behavior, all right? All of this stuff is coming back up into the algorithm, okay? Ever since these allegations have come out. And it's crazy because the clip that you just heard was from December 13th, 2017. Three years to the exact date that uh, Congresswoman or potential Congresswoman uh, Boylman came out and basically stated that Andrew did this stuff to her. Like literally she came out, these allegations came out December 13th of 2020 and these clips are coming up from around the same time, if not the exact date. Okay. So that was governor Cuomo speaking to Karen DeWitt, who is, um, you know, a journalist and personality over for PBS. Okay. And he told her what y'all heard what he told her, right? But before I rip him apart, cause I'm definitely going to, I'm going to demolish him. All right. I'm going to demolish him. But before I get into that, I'm going to tell you that present day, he is denying that, you know, these allegations are true. He's stating that they're straight up false and that there's no truth to them whatsoever. All right. And he quoted and he stated, I heard about the tweet and what it said about comments that I had made. And it's not true. Look, I fought for, and I believe a woman has a right to come forward and express her opinion. Dot, 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 but it's not true. Okay. So he's basically calling Lindsay Boyman a liar. All right. But here's what made me believe that there was some truth to what, what, what Lindsay is saying. I believe that there's some truth to what Lindsay is saying because back during 2017, okay. All right. When governor Cuomo was running for the third term, um, he faced a lot of backlash and a lot of scrutiny when it came to Sam Hoyt. Okay. When he hired Sam Hoyt, to have Sam Hoyt work for him, knowing that Sam Hoyt was having an inappropriate relationship with a 19-year-old intern and know, and knew that Sam Hoyt was married. All right? Let, let's be clear. So when you hear that clip, when you hear that clip of Karen DeWitt facing Governor Cuomo and asking Governor Cuomo what are you going to do about the misogynistic and the sexist behavior and the inappropriate behavior that goes on within the administration? That is essentially what he was asked. And what he did three years ago is not far-fetched from what he is doing now, deflecting and flat-out denying Okay, being in denial. Now he went and told her in that clip, because he was spicy in that clip. Okay, he did everything but answer her question directly. He indirectly spoke around the issue, bringing up Harvey Weinstein, bringing up, oh, this is societal dynamics and this is systemic and this is, we're not talking about that. 
we are talking about accountability measures. We are talking about your ability to lead. Okay. And your ability to, um, set forth, set forth, excuse me, policies in place to basically uphold the organizational structure of the administration. That is what you were being asked. Nobody is talking about Weinstein. Nobody was talking about comedians. Nobody. We already know there's creeps in every industry. This we know. Okay. And we know that Hollywood does not have, um, a system in place to deal with this type of bullshit. Okay. Because we already know that those within Hollywood, within the top of the organizational hierarchy in Hollywood participate in the fuck shit and the bullshit too. And that they set the tone. This is why, this is why Harvard used to tell us the leadership sets the tone and a effective and exemplary leader has the ability to not only do well, but has the ability to balance doing well versus doing good. Meaning progression and acquiring monetary incentive, right? And also being able to lead and consider the world and the people and the employees and the communities around them that support them and hold them up, the pillars, right? So you mean to tell me, that you're going to dance around the question, claim that you're for women's rights. Okay. Claim that you are for women coming out and speaking their truth. And when you were being asked to provide specifics of the policies and what those policies would entail and focus on, you can't answer the question. That's because there is none. And we're not stupid. And there is none because you enable the behavior because you're cut from the same fucking cloth. So I believe that Epstein's call buddy from the call log, Andrew Nippy Cuomo, did do that shit. In my 50 cent voice. Whatever Lindsay said he did, he did that shit. I believe it. And that clip solidified and swayed me. From his own mouth to believe that if he will not only dismiss, disregard this type of behavior, it wouldn't be far-fetched for him to participate in it too. Period. All you, all he does is spew out talking points to the public, but when the door is shut, He's a completely different person. And one thing I do believe from Lindsay, one thing I did believe in them tweets is that people are definitely afraid of Cuomo. They are scared to death of him. And what he say go because he gives off a vibe with even between his interactions with de Blasio that he's a fucking control freak. And that. He is driven off of power and control. 
He can't even come to terms with Mayor de Blasio on whether or not schools will be open during COVID, right? But when the NYPD fuck up out here in these streets, everything is de Blasio fault. He ain't got nothing to do with that. He's Albany centered. He's not NYC centered, but he's always sticking his nose in New York City business like de Blasio ain't even ain't even a fucking factor. He cherry picks. And I always tell people this, like the relationship dynamic when it comes to Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio, when it comes to New York City, New York City is the redheaded stepchild of the state. All right. Andrew Cuomo is that daddy that only want to pick you up on weekends and only want to claim you when it's convenient, like on his fucking taxes and shit. But all the other 365, you know, some odd days out the year, whatever 300 some odd days out the year, he don't want shit to do with you. You over at your mama house with de Blasio. It's ridiculous. And like I said, they're going to do everything in their power to suppress this story. Because for one, he's being considered for a federal job. A federal fucking job. So of course they're going to suppress the story. Of course they would. And it just speaks to the character of Joe Biden as to who he's considering for these cabinet seats. It really, really does. From Rahm Emanuel to now Governor Cuomo. It says a whole lot. A whole lot. You know, but you out here and you're on, you're on video and you're talking to a reporter in a very nice, nasty tone, talking about what are you going to do, bitch? I'm not the motherfucking governor of the state. Are you kidding me? I'm not the governor of the state of the crosshairs of the world. You are. What are you going to do? You're the leader. What are you going to do? Oh, well, what are you going to do? This isn't about one person. What? What? So if it's not about one person, how about you set the example within your, your hierarchy, within your, your establishment, within your business, within your organization? I, I'm, I'm not understanding how you get to this point where you feel as though you don't have to answer to no motherfucking body. Cause that's what he walks around as like, he don't have to answer to nobody and I need somebody to make it make sense. But when you got 45 out here pulling these same moves, talking to the mainstream media, all kinds of crazy, everybody gets up in arms. Everybody gets mad, right? But governor Cuomo could be out here bullying every motherfucking body and nobody says anything about it. I can't respect it. I, I can't. I really cannot respect it. This is why him and Joe Biden are going to get along well if he gets this uh, AG, uh, you know, position because they're both bullies. They're both tyrannical. They both don't see things any other way but their way. And they're both full of shit. Okay. And number five, they have black folks wrapped around their motherfucking finger. 
if you want to be honest, because they was trying to say, oh, Cuomo need to run for president. You know, it's, it's ridiculous to me and asinine to me. And I, and I really, really, honestly, I don't understand it. I don't. How, how this, this dude really just came up. Like, I, I really don't. But what I will say is he definitely will be, he will make a the perfect bitch for Joe Biden. Definitely would. He'll definitely be a great pet. Whether he get this AG position or if he remains as governor until it's time for him to get the fuck out. Okay? But he gonna be the leading dog pulling the motherfucking sled. And the fact that he was axed this years ago, what are you gonna do about inappropriate relationships? What are you gonna do about inappropriate behavior within your administration? What are you gonna do about sexual misconduct in your workplace and the fact that he tried to spin it and make this a globalized issue is ridiculous let me tell y'all something this is like me working in finance and being a manager and i know that my tellers within my my local branch that i work at that i know that my tellers have bad habits of shorting customers, not paying attention with, to detail, not cash handling correctly, crediting and debiting customers incorrectly. I know this. Customers are coming to me, telling me that they've been seeing that this problem is happening or something is going on or it's being brought to my attention as a leader that my staff is doing things that are inappropriate right and i'm being asked by my communities in which i serve the people in which i serve the or, or my regional management they're asking me what am i gonna do to fix the problem and i'm gonna say well what are you gonna do are you gonna check your receipts are you gonna check your bank statements what you gonna do about it what what i sound crazy no, I'm going to say, oh, I'm definitely going to be on they ass like white on motherfucking rice. Okay. I'm going to have accountability measures. I'm going to have one-on-one coachings. I'm going to be observing what they're doing. I'm going to have one-on-ones. I'm going to reiterate the detriment of not doing things with accuracy. And I'm going to enforce some rules around here. All right. That's what I'm going to do as the leader. I'm not going to sit here and ask somebody what they're going to do. No, what are you going to do? You get paid taxpayer dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is you talking about? And you out here looking crazy. And it's a free for all in your administration. And you out here talking about what somebody else is going to do. What are you going to do? So that attitude alone shows me right then and there the attitude he has about this type of behavior. And the reason why he could care less about it, right? Or care less to answer the question is because he's one of them. Point blank. And a period. That's all I got for Nippy, y'all. Because he be, y'all already know I don't fucks with him. I can't stand this dude. And, um... I do believe that there's some validity to these allegations. I most, I most certainly do believe.
believe that there there is some truth here that he is a creep but i love y'all all right i'm done i'm full off my roast i didn't ate my carrots and asparagus when it comes to the governor cuomo ro roast okay i'm licking my fingers now scrubbing the plate all right and i love y'all and y'all take care and y'all be well peace <laughs>